Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Loud and Local continues on The Rock with Kevin Deers, 99.9 KISW. Clint G, vocalist of Void Dancer. They have a new album uh, and, and is available now. Uh, Prine Burial. Prone burial. Prone burial. Oh my god, I can't. I got. I'm just screwing up here. What, one more time. Prone burial out now via the personal label Modern Grievance. Uh, we're gonna play a couple songs from the album, but uh, first off, uh, it's been a little while since we last chatted. It's been about two years since we last chatted. See, I see what shows all the time now. Pretty much every show I go to, I see, I bump in, I bump into you. Are you like taking full advantage of the world being 100% like open and shows are just like happening all the time? It seems like you're out and about at all shows. Kevin, it's it's my happy place, right? Like, you know, this whole whole pandemic and everybody's stuck at home. I mean, don't get me wrong. I made the most of it and got some new hobbies and stuff, but really looking forward to at least a show a week. And mm -hmm. uh, it's been pretty stacked in Seattle lately. So, yeah, you've seen me, what, two, three times a week for the last yep. for the last month or so. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm getting out there for sure. A couple times you were talking about doubling up. Like I saw you at the uh, Napalm Death show and you were on your way over to go see the chisel. Like you're 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 like you're like stacking, dude. You're you're just like can't get enough, man. These it's these cool. promoters need to communicate more. There's so much stuff going on. And it's, you know, it's not just like a death metal crowd and a hardcore mm -hmm. crowd anymore. It's all, you know, it's all mixed up. So uh so yeah, you gotta gotta get out and get where you can, right? Yeah, well, okay. So that that's an interesting thing here is is you you have a hardcore background here with the American Nightmare, but you're wearing a cerebral rot t-shirt. So uh, you know, you you're in that sweet spot between the metal and the hardcore. What's more of uh what kind of world do you come from and what would you say is kind of like your your jam or are you equally into both? I mean, I'm into pretty much all things aggressive and weird at this point, but mm -hmm. I'm definitely um, I'm like an old punk kid who got into hardcore, who eventually found death metal. And um, now I'm just into, you know, insane stuff that people record in their basements that just sounds like, you know, um, things dying but <laughs> nice you know um a little bit of everything like everything from black metal to hardcore still still like some punk rock you know mm -hmm. cool man well okay so you mentioned um you got into some hobbies um you know during the pandemic what what, what did you do to fill your time uh i got as far away from people as possible so um okay yeah i started uh started camping and hiking a lot um i think awesome. a lot of the guys in the band did too they all live um they all live a little north of the city, so they're a little bit easier to get out than than me. But um, yeah, definitely planned a lot of trips and just took some time and, um, you know, just went out there in the woods by myself and just, you know, 
got some peace, brought my dog with me, just listened to music around a fire. It's, you know, what it's all about, right? That's nice, man. That sounds really relaxing and and a nice way to get out of the out of the uh, the hectic chaos of the city. Absolutely. So, uh, you you've been going to all these shows. What have been some of your favorite shows you've been to as as just a showgoer, not personally as a musician? Oh shoot, um, man, it's hard to think of like <laughs> of everything I've been to lately. Yeah. Um, I think one of the one of the cooler shows I went to recently. Um, I went to go see Holder and Antichrist Siege Machine up at Substation. Show, yeah. It was awesome. Like it was just very, um, I don't know, like the vibe was right. The the crowd was like a good size. Like everybody was there to like actually like check out the bands. I think it was Holder's mm-hmm. first time playing in in Seattle, um, at least in yeah. Seattle, which was awesome. And like Antichrist Siege Machine tore it up. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Um, Napalm Death's always fun. They're one of my all time mm-hmm. favorites. And I actually had COVID last time they came. So I had to give up those tickets. So, um, mm. yeah, hence the, uh, me rushing to get out there. So, <laughs> yes, right on man. Okay. So, um, you know, you guys have a new album out. So did you guys, uh, I'm assuming you guys recorded and wrote this during the pandemic. Correct. Yeah. We, um, so, you know, we were full, full force, ready to go and start playing some shows. Um, yeah, our first right. show was supposed to be like, you know, May 2020. And we all know how that went down. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just ended up kind of hanging out and figured we'd write a bunch of new music instead of just kind of fizzling out. So, um, yeah, that's just what we did. We, uh, we took our time with it, of course. You know, there was no rush to get it out or anything. There's, there's no rules anymore, yep. you know, like <laughs> you can kind of do what you want to. So, um, yeah, we, we started recording, we did, you know, a bunch of demos and pre pros and stuff, and we recorded the guitars in our practice space. Um, we practice up at a place that has a studio connected to it. So we were cool. able to get a hookup for, um, rooms for drums for the day, which was awesome. Um, and then just did vocals in my, my buddy's little, little dead room basement. So yeah, um, turned out pretty well. We're all pretty stoked with it. That's awesome, man. Well, uh, so w- was that something that kept you sane during the time? Like, w- you know, you, you couldn't go to shows, you couldn't play shows, but, you know, focusing on the artistic uh, outlet of, you know, getting this album done, is that something that kept you sane? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, and it's, you know, I hate to be like, like the artist thing is it like, it's very emotional, but it was sure. like, it was a super rough time, you know, for a lot mm-hmm. of people. And, you know, I'm definitely not, uh, excluded in that, you know, I think I've got my, my anxieties and, and stuff just like everybody else. But, you know, I kind of, uh, kind of made it a point to myself to come out on the other side of this thing better than I was before. So, you know, I, uh, I kind of stopped drinking and stuff like that over that time, which is, you know, if you've ever done that before, it's, it takes a lot out of you and you start to, you know, when you're sober, you're like, Oh wow, I feel this way. Um, Yep. And, you know, I just kind of found some ways to articulate it. And, you know, I started started working out again and taking care of myself. And, you know, like Good I said, going you. hiking and camping yeah. and um, yeah. And then sure enough, here we are on the other side. And um, yeah, I feel pretty awesome. feel pretty, pretty powerful. <laughs> yeah, you were raw dogging reality during a pandemic, man. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there was a def- definite mind expansion moments going oh, on, but <laughs> as far as the alcohol, not so much. So, uh, okay. So, so you guys have played some shows, uh, since the, the world has come back a little bit, you know, and it, what, 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 uh, how many shows have you played? Um, so we've had good and bad luck. We were supposed to play, I think like five at this point, um, mm-hmm. 
two got cut due to um, COVID complications from either ourselves or the touring bands, which is a bummer. But the three we've gotten to play have been pretty rad. Um, our first show was with Obscura up at uh, El Corazon. So yeah. shout out to those dudes for... Um, yeah, for giving us a shot, you know, like it's kind of kind of crazy for uh, your first show to be, you know, a, a decent sized bill like that. I didn't you know, realize that was your first show. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, the the adrenaline was flowing on that one for sure. Yeah. Um, second show, we got to play with our buddies in Nurser for their CD release show up yep. at Bar House, which is just like you know the the sickest little venue. If you never, I know you've been, but you know, oh, for yeah. anybody listening, if you've never been before, it's like the coolest spot in town for underground music. Mm-hmm. Um. And then third show we just played, uh, we got to open up for uh, Rivers of Nile and uh, Fallujah and like Warforged um, up at El Corazon again, which was awesome. That's cool, man. So, um, you know, you also started a label, so Modern Grievance. Um, You guys released that on, is, is it your personal label or is it someone else in the band? It's, it's me pretty much. I mean, it's... Um, you know, I've got a couple of homies that help me out with stuff that that I'm not good at, but I mean, that's I guess that's kind of the point of a collective, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. the whole, the whole point of this whole like modern grievance thing was all my friends are riff machines, and I like doing all the stuff that most musicians don't like doing. You know, like most musicians just want to play, put it out, you know, do their thing. But there's all these little things that they don't think about, like you know how to actually get it online, how to like you know submit press releases, how to you know. Like most people, if they stare at a spreadsheet, it makes their, you know, makes their eyes explode. But, uh, I do that for a living. So you're good at the nerdy stuff. Yeah. I don't mind doing it for fun things that I actually, uh, you know, uh, care a lot about. Awesome, man. Well, okay. So what's been the hardest part about starting a label during a pandemic? (laughs) uh getting people to care (laughs) you know there's i think there's just so much stuff going on and you know with just as many bands died during the pandemic um you know just as many started and i think you know with everybody just kind of sitting at home on their phone you know everybody's competing for that that 10 or 15 seconds of attention span that everybody has and you know um and you want to do it you know especially being like you know like a metal based label you don't want to you don't want to overdo it, right? Like I'm not, yeah, you don't want to be cringe. Money. Yeah. I'm not pouring a bunch of money into like, you know, uh, Facebook ads that I just feel like are going to go nowhere and TikTok reach the same influencers. People. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think, um, just play the long game with it and just keep putting out music we like. And, um, either way, like, you know, success is all in your mind. And I think everybody involved thinks it's successful just cause we, we like doing it and we're, we're still putting out records. Do you ever feel overwhelmed by the amount of just like information and music and, 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 and data and, 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 you know, just like things out there, it just seems like, you know, every week and and it's all, most of it's good stuff, but like, I just can't keep up half the time. You know, there's so many good TV shows now, now there's good movies. And then, you know, every week there's so many good albums to check out. It's almost to the point where it's like overwhelming. I, I miss having four CDs, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Right. You miss having your 12 CD booklet. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) One for each feeling you have. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, No, I mean, it it is a lot for sure. I mean, yeah, you can definitely, and I'm sure you're, you're the same way too. I know you're kind of a, kind of a metal nerd. Like I've got a Spotify playlist of just, you know, sick albums that I've either been looking forward to or that people have recommended to me that I haven't even made my way, you know, all the way through yet. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, definitely stacking up. And like you said, every week something sick comes out. So it's, you know, it's hard to keep up with. So, you know, anybody that does, um, you know, give any attention to anything that I do or any of my friends do, like, we're, you know, we're super grateful because you, you, you have a lot of choices. So thank you for flying with us, you know? 
Yeah. <laughs> so in that respect, you know, how, how do you stand out respectfully, you know, without being cringe? You know, how do you, do you just just put out good art, good music, may, hope it stands for it for itself? I mean, if I had if I had the true secret, you know, I'm <laughs> I yeah, might you, be also you yeah. can't be given that out for free. You know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. I would. I'd write a book or something. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it's I, I think I think people can smell like if you're being inauthentic from a mm -hmm. mile away, you it know, at desperation. least at least for like the kind of, you know, the kind of realm that we're in. Right. You mm -hmm. know, we're we're not about looking cool. We're about sounding good, you know, and I yep. think it's it's really easy to forget that sometimes because you do have to like obviously with Instagram and stuff, you have to kind of look cool. But there's there's ways that you can be creative with it and just kind sure. of have fun with it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have the secret sauce, uh, but, you know, um, like I said, I think success is kind of um, just all in your own mind. So I think the fact that it exists and that me and my friends get to do what we like and you know people are actually like buying some of the records it's uh it's pretty cool nice well we're actually going to play a song right now from the album prine burial as i called it aka prone burial <laughs> um yes uh, on modern grievance the album is prone burial uh by the band void dancer and i'm chatting right now with clint from the band uh so we're going to go into the song utopian sprawl uh you want to intro this song real quick uh, yeah, I think this was the first song we released off of the album. Um, it's kind of kind of wraps into the whole album's theme of uh, a city and society kind of crumbling and unable to uh, sustain itself. So, you know, um, just looking out the window and, um, you know, just seeing unhoused people every day and, and, mm -hmm. and addicts and just people struggling to survive. And um, yet we were supposed to live in this uh, perfect utopian society. It's, uh, you know. It's all it's all a sham and everything's for sale. So that's kind of what this song's about. It's all a sham and everything's for sale. Brand new music by Void Dancer. It's loud and local stadium set.
letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. That was Utopian Sprawl by Void Dancer. Brand new music here on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions. I'm talking with Clint, the vocalist for the band. Uh, so aside from you guys, you know, what's your favorite Northwest bands currently? Stuff that, you know, you see out there because you're always at shows. What's your favorite, uh, you know, favorite local bands? Kevin, I've got friends that live across the country that are jealous of how good our local bands are. Really? Um, yeah. So, I mean, of of course, you know, like... Um, You're wearing one of the shirts, Cerebral Rot. Yeah. I say Cerebral Rot's really dope. Um, yeah, I've always been a big fan. I know they're not around anymore, but... Um, um, sorry, uh, losing my mind over here. Uh, Black Breath. Um, yes. Definitely like a band that I liked before I even moved to town. So R.I.P. Elijah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Re- really stoked on them and like them just kind of um, bringing that sound uh, around. But yeah, like like we were saying before, I think there's just a lot of sick local bands right now. Like we've got a really good kind of like black and dark funeral, you know, death, whatever you want to call it, like uh, Mortiferum or Mortiferum, whatever, mm-hmm. yeah, however you say it, that, yeah, out there touring a bunch, uh, Cerebral Rot's killing it. Um, ton of sick local seattle bands like my buddies in nurser just like you know mm-hmm. killing it in the grind game right now um my friends in Blightmaker are about to drop a new album or new ep this week um yeah just a there's a lot of cool stuff going on in the northwest and um i think people are kind of starting to get hip to it in other parts of the country and get some eyes over here which is awesome hell yeah so you know what uh what are some uh well uh you know you guys have played uh, just two venues so far, but what are your favorite venues to attend shows at and, and play shows at both? Um, yeah, like I said before, I think, I think bar house is, is just a great little spot. Uh, I like the fact that shows have to be done early there. You know, once you hit yep. over 30, the, the 12 o'clock headliner time gets to be a little much if you got to work the next day. Um, yeah, shout out El Corazon. I mean, they're always solid. Um, substation's been doing a really good job of pulling some yeah. bands, um, over, over to my neighborhood lately, which is awesome. But, uh, you know, I think, I think the coolest thing we got going on is like the death under the bridge shows, which I know happened mm. in the summer, which I'm, I'm really looking forward to. Um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff to look forward to. I know like Northwest Terror Fest is coming up. So, oh, yeah. um, yeah, cool, cool. And Numos to open up their doors to a bunch of psychos for, <laughs> for two days, three days. So, um, yeah, a lot of cool stuff to look forward to. Awesome. Well, I'll see you at, at all of those. Definitely. Um, okay. So ha- were you in a band before Void Dancer? I was. Um, I used to, I used to play in a band when I lived in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. Um, we toured a little bit, kind of a, kind of a genty deathcore thing in my, in my younger days. What was the band again? Uh, it was called Ancients, not to be confused mm-hmm. with. That's right. That's right. The other Ancients with two eyes but were actually why they had to change their name, which was kind of fun. And then we <laughs> broke up like a month later because we're jerks like that. So, so um, my the reason I ask is, uh, what's the worst show you've ever played? Oh, sorry to bring it up. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta know what's the worst show. I'm trying to think. I mean, I've definitely, I've definitely done my time in rooms that were just playing for other bands. Sure. Um, I think the worst show that we ever played was at a skate park in Paris, Tennessee. 
Okay. Um, and it used to be like crazy popping out there because I guess there was not, you know, not a lot going on in Paris, Tennessee. So sure. all the kids would come out. So like one time we went out there, we got paid, you know, we got paid. There was like 300 kids there. It was awesome. Uh, next time we came out kind of, I guess, after their kind of local bands had kind of died off, uh, there was like seven kids there. All of them just cared about skateboarding. One guy just kept heckling me the whole time. Um, and yeah, we did. We, didn't get paid, didn't get fed, so we just kind of drove four hours for nothing. But uh, yeah, I mean that's that's just part of the game, though, right? You win some, you lose some. Yes, absolutely, man. Okay, so Paris, Tennessee, right? Yeah, it's a uh, home of the world's largest fish fry. At least that's what the sign says. Nice. Was it good? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, we didn't we didn't even oh. make enough money to eat that oh. night. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So okay. So you're wearing a cerebral rod shirt. I'm wearing a gate creeper shirt. Think back to the first time you ever bought a band t-shirt. What was your first band t-shirt as a kid? Um, I'm not going to be one of those cool guys who pretends like I came out of the womb wearing like a like a dark throne shirt. My uh, first think, one was no doubt, dude. I mean, no, that's sick because some of that stuff still holds up for oh, sure. Yeah. Tragic Kingdom's killer. Tragic Kingdom, the keyboard work on that album oh, alone yeah. is just insane. Um, I think the first shirt that I actually got that I was really stoked on was a Sublime shirt. Okay. So I, I got all my sisters like hand me down CDs. So yeah. I think like one of the first, I, I would always get like, you know, 311 and yeah. um, Sublime. And then I got the Woodstock 99 live yeah. CD, if the you remember hits, those things. Dude. And it blew my mind because I was in, you know, like you know, whatever it was 99, I guess. So that was my first time hearing like live metal music, like, you know, like, cause like Limp Biscuit and corn and stuff. Oh, yeah. that, and it was, it just kind of blew my mind. So from there, ICP. Um, oh yeah. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. From there, it just kind of, kind of blew my mind. Um, yeah. Uh, I guess that was the, the beginning of some weird, <laughs> some weird metal obsession for me. So we can expect for avoid dancer sublime cover. Sick dude. Oh, I think everybody else in the band completely hates how much I still like ska music, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll just keep that on the low, <laughs> or broadcast it to everyone. Either way, can't can't quite figure it out. So I'm not uh, ashamed. Yes, exactly. All right. So, uh, yeah, what's next for you guys? You guys got any shows coming up on the on the on the docket, or uh, are you guys going to be you know planning on anything else here in twenty twenty two coming up? Yeah, we've got um, we've got a couple shows we're working on later this summer that haven't been announced yet. So you know, just stay stay tuned for those. Follow us on the internet if you got the time and mental uh, mental real estate. Um, we got one coming up uh, July 9th awesome. at Substation. Um, should be a fun little show. It's a bunch of good um, like local mellow death and tech bands, uh, Materia Obscura, yeah. uh, Veriteras, and Vesuvian. Um, so I think it's a that's a fun local lineup for i think it's a I think it's a saturday night friday Killer. night um yeah should be a good time and then yeah like i said we got some some more shows coming up on the books that we haven't um haven't totally hammered all the details in yet and uh we started writing some new stuff um nice. we got a new guitar player named Ilya right after we finished recording Ilya Ignatov. yeah dude rules he's a shredder yes, he does um but yeah uh we're you know, we already started writing with with him on the album, so I think we're gonna nice. come out with something sooner than later. So, yeah, just follow us and stay posted. Right on, man. Well, uh, yes, definitely, and support this album. Pick it up. Uh, you can uh, purchase it from their Bandcamp and whatnot. Again, Void Dancer is the name of the band, and we're gonna jump into one more song here. It's called High Tide Theater. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one before we jump into it? 
Uh, I think collectively, this is probably like the favorite uh, of the songs on the new album from everybody in the band. Um, I think a, a lot of the dudes are really into like prog metal and stuff. So I think this one, we we kind of leaned into that a little bit more. Uh, I tried singing a little bit, which I know is a no-no in death metal sometimes. But, um, you know, whatever. Like I said before, there there are no rules anymore. No rules. Do, what you, do what you want. Um, but yeah, it's got a little bit of everything we like. It's got some heavy riffs, uh, some black metal parts. Uh, some progressive parts so little little something for everyone right on man here's high tide theater void dancers the name of the band it's loud mobile stay home sessions Draw the 